Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on the planet, from Sydney to Dublin, from New York to LA, Miami to Seattle, Djibouti to Bombay, God knows where you are, whether it's day, night, tomorrow, today. Welcome to Tell the Truth Wednesday. I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington. That is Casey Jones in San Diego, California. Say hello, Casey. Hello, Casey. Thank Good you. Morning. And that is Blake Wally somewhere east of California. How are you doing today, Blake? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to be here. Good to see you guys. Good. Well, okay. So um, not to just sort of blow over the top of you there, Blake, and ignore your greeting. Talk over you before you get done. Uh, I just wanted to say yesterday's show, Toxically Masculine Tuesday, got nailed. It got labeled with the scarlet letter by a certain large video sharing corporation. Uh, here's what they put on. And I can't say this because if I say that word right there or that letter right there we're going to get labeled again so we're going to try an experiment today if we refer to this at all we're going to try to use the phrase 17 in in honor of the 17th letter of the alphabet so that's what we're going to do today guys keep that in mind 17 is the word of the day and we'll see if we get labeled again with another scarlet letter but again guys it's just the um the censorship is just off scale high it's crazy it's crazy and and today's stories that we're going to cover are just they're to me they're just appalling the level of lies that's going on out there it's just it's time to do something about it it's been time for a long time so that's uh, that's my frustration okay i think the the top story really is that um Yesterday, we had a couple of states, Texas and Mississippi specifically, that said, we're uh, we're done. We're done with this nonsense, this mask nonsense. Texas becomes the biggest U.S. state to lift the COVID-19 mask mandate. And of course, this is ABC, so it's going to just be full of propaganda. Texas is lifting a COVID-19 mask mandate that was imposed last summer, but has only been lightly enforced. It shouldn't have been or issued. It should never have been enforced at all. Texas is lifting its mask mandate, Governor Greg Abbott said Tuesday, making it the largest state to no longer require one of the most effective ways to slow the spread of the fake virus. That is such a lie. It's not effective at all. It's 0% effective. Uh, the announcement in Texas where the virus has killed more than 43,000 people. That's another lie. It hasn't even, it's not even close to that. It rattled doctor, doctors and big city leaders who said they were now bracing for another deadly resurgence. One hospital executive in Houston said he told his staff they would need more personnel and ventilators. Again, lie. lie no, God, okay, I don't have anything more to say about this. I, I'm going to go crazy if I keep reading it. Casey. What do you, I mean, just the, everything in there was a lie. It's a fucking lie. Tell me it's not a lie. Or is it a lie? It's most definitely a lie. And we know masks don't work. But by the way, great for those states. I want to get the hell out of California, or as I like to call it, California. Let's do the whole United States now. It does not work. Um, last Thursday, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Judy Mikovits. Mikovits. Um, she Mikovits. was... Yeah, she was the doctor of uh, on the pandemic. She's an author, mm -hmm. and she talked all about the mask, basically at a third grade level, because all the kids were there. It was like a science thing for kids, third grade level, totally my level, um, and talked about all the dangers of these things. And so I'm glad that there are actually some states that are standing up and they're getting rid of them because we all know that this is just complete bull. But good for those states. I wish I lived there. Now let's do California. Yeah, maybe maybe we should all move to Florida, Casey. All together, we'll do everything from Florida or Texas. I, I had a I had a reading from a psychic, not Jennifer, who said I might be moving to Florida this year. I'm like, okay, fine. I've been to Key West. Key West rocks. Blake, um, again, it, it just my blood starts to boil. My blood pressure goes up when I start reading that article, full of lie after lie after lie about the number of people dead, the number of people infected, the effectiveness of masks. How do you feel about Mississippi and Texas joining Florida now and opening up their states? I mean, I'm not a medical doctor or professional, but I fully uh, endorse that. I think they should. I think it's a great uh, little experiment for the rest of the country. And I've actually seen the CDC numbers 
on how people, how many people are actually dying, the deaths, uh, the infections. Uh, it doesn't really seem to be anywhere near as bad as they they've said it was. It was an interesting precaution a year ago, but here we are a year later, and I don't know when they, uh, you know, are going to actually stop until we actually, you know, people start to like, you know, freak out and rebel. Um, they're not, they're never going to lift these restrictions. So it's time to go for that, the herd immunity. And probably a lot of people have already had it anyway. So I guess we're just going to find out what happens as these two states uh, open up and we'll, we'll see. And then we'll see what the rest of the country follows suit or not. So interesting, but uh, ballsy, bold, and, and I respect that. So go Texas. Yeah, this is... This is like the Jenga game where you pull out, you know, you pull out the, the, the little cubes and and we're just about to the one where we're going to pull it out and the whole thing is going to collapse. Because what's going to happen, of course, is that these states, they're going to try to create false uh, statistics. But what each of these states needs to do is fight back with real statistics on what's going on. And they need to, like, put a stop to all the nonsense testing because, first of all, the testing is wrong. Secondly, it's not effective. Third, it doesn't show you anything. And it's going to be used to create these sensational headlines. What these states, I hope that they do, I really, really hope that they push back on CDC. I'd like to see these some of these governors just kick the CDC completely out of their state and say, if you have any facilities here, get out of our state. You guys are liars. We're sick of your crap. We're not doing this anymore. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this is the first step in an outright rebellion against the CDC, the private corporation, which has been lying to Americans about this fake demic all along. And as you can see, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit fired up about this one. Good for them. I think more and more states are going to start joining in on this. And it's eventually going to become obvious that they're not only not any worse off, they're actually better off than the state still on the lockdown. So, you know, once once New York and uh, California go, that that'll be that'll be when it's, uh, it's the battle's really won. Okay, um, some other interesting news that I think is important that's coming up and that's going it's 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 not looking good for what's going to happen here in the near future. Uh, next week, George Floyd, the trial of in the uh, death of George Floyd of. Uh, you know, Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is going to go on. Will the jury find that George Floyd died of a drug overdose, not from an approved Minneapolis police procedure? And again, the, the knee on the neck, although it angered me when I first saw it, I thought it was really unnecessary, uh, is apparently an approved pr police procedure in Minneapolis. So he didn't do anything he wasn't trained to do uh, under the, the, the statistics or under the, the statute. It basically says this is what you can do and what you need to do. For certain people, uh, the video's already been taken down, but the bottom line is that the um, the, the drug test came back with uh, a fentanyl level of 11 nanograms per milliliter, which is fatal. That's fatal. And and again, these other, he was obviously high on, uh, he was high on a whole bunch of drugs. And he, apparently he was a guy with a bad heart who probably had a heart attack or died of a drug overdose. So what concerns me, of course, is what's going to happen. And Blake, we talked about this yesterday, the Rodney King playbook. It's going to be riot time again when, again, they overcharge Chauvin. He's going to walk away. They're going to use it as an excuse for race riots, just like I expect there to be some sort of um, gun event. And we'll talk about that later. Um, I don't know. Casey has something on that. So, uh, Blake, what do you think is going to happen uh, it seems to me that all Chauvin has to do to create reasonable doubt amongst a fair-minded jury is say, look at the toxicology report. This guy this guy was going to die of a drug overdose, whether I put my knee on his neck or not. Yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. It's a tragedy um, that it happened and that this is where we're at in our, in our culture and that this... Uh, in the and the optics of it, of course, were were horrible, outraged the whole country. But they haven't seen the whole video, and they didn't see the toxicology report, which suggests that yes, this this poor man is troubled, going through some own personal issues, uh, ran into some trouble with the cops, started freaking out. We didn't see any of that. Um, they didn't, you know execute them at like night out, out of sight and you're supposed to take somebody's word out of it it was you know in broad daylight in, in front of everybody we, we know and we again we all looked at it and saw this this is terrible maybe it's not worth destroying the country over but it but it's terrible and then later we find out oh wait 
there's all this extra video showing the, the, the full story. And that should be the story is why did they keep that from us? So the right. I would hate to see more problems happen in Minneapolis. I, I was down there. I, I saw the memorial. I saw the aftermath of what happened there. Didn't like that at all. But I want answers from, you know, for the people that are in, in charge, for the Attorney General Keith Ellison, uh, the mayor, the governor, wh whoever knew about this and the way that they framed this. They, they did this to themselves and it caused catastrophic damage all over the, uh, the country and, and divided us against each other. And we just needed to like, unite again uh, around the truth. So hopefully they'll they'll put that out there. Yeah, maybe Derek Chauvin's kind of a, you know, a, a bad cop to some extent, but was it actually murder? It didn't look like. Maybe it was like an involuntary manslaughter. It was an accident. And then, so we're going to have to weigh all these, uh, all the evidence out there and hopefully, you know, cooler heads will prevail and we won't see uh you know more destruction as a result of uh what, whatever this this case turns out so yeah casey i think there's a whole lot of stuff that is suspicious about this whole incident that it I, to my mind it might have been set up in the beginning i mean just the way really just the way that the um the police officers handled him when they, or the ambulance guys handled him when they got there. They didn't even try to revive him. Um, makes me very suspicious of the entire process, the involvement they had with the police department that was investigating the mayor and drug and child trafficking that was going on. And I believe if I think I, I think if I sat on that jury, knowing what I know right now, the evidence I've seen, if that holds up, I think I would vote to acquit the guy. And I think they're going to use the riots that are going to then happen after that as an excuse for further tyranny to be imposed on the American people. What are your thoughts? Well, most definitely lines up with the uh, defund the police movement. And I think that's going to happen. But um, back to the Ellison. I mean, let's see his bank statements. Let's see what's going on there. How much money was funneled from Act Blue straight to him to actually get this whole thing going um, for all these things to happen this last summer. But like I said on Monday, um, the uh, they're going to actually pay social media influencers to push out information, which we know is going to be disinformation uh, in regards to this case. So we can definitely expect some things to get hot this summer like it was last summer. And um, that's the their playbook. Like we said, that's exactly the Rodney King playbook. That's all they have at this time. And they need to further divide the country. So what a better, what a bet, what great timing, you know, to just go ahead and bring this all back, back around. I mean, that's just what they do. It's how it works. Yeah. I mean, really, it's like a football team that only has five or six plays and they use the same ones over and over again. It's like, okay, we're going to call the, we're going to call the Rodney King play right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to end up being a complete disaster unless it is somehow put to a stop by having all this stuff exposed, having all these people exposed, having the fakery exposed. But right at the moment, let's face it, none of the people, um, none of the people that could be doing that are doing anything about it. They continue to just simply sit on their hands. Okay, the other big story to, m to my mind from yesterday that uh, was really frustrating was FBI Director Christopher Wray, a complete buffoon, who is a deep state asset. Uh, remember when 17 said, trust Ray, 17, trust Ray? Well, yeah, whatever. Uh, he said, uh, he basically went in front of the Senate yesterday. The GOP senators didn't ask any questions about the alleged, the January 5th bombs. There were bombs found at both the Democratic and Republican uh, headquarters. Nobody asked him, well, do you know who planted those bombs? Nobody asked him a single question about the only person who was actually killed in the July 5th event, which is Ashley Babbitt, Patriot Ashley Babbitt and protester who was shot dead by a police officer. The uh, isolation and torture of Trump supporters that's been going on, the people that were arrested there, or the rumors about a planned bombing of Biden's talk. And of course, Casey's gonna have more for us on this later, but basically it was a complete joke. They didn't ask him a single question. Uh, they allowed him to get away with uh, basically saying that the protest on uh, ja January 5th January 6th was uh, domestic terrorism, when in fact it was nothing but a peaceful protest. And the only reason the peace was broken is because Capitol Police officers started shooting at protesters. And the list of what they didn't ask is actually absolutely appalling. There were no questions, not one, on Ashley Babbitt, the woman who was gunned down in cold blood by a Capitol Police lieutenant. We don't even know the name of the police officer who shot her dead. There were no questions about Trump supporters sitting in prison for trespassing at the U.S. Capitol. Literally, there are people being held, being held without bail and without charges 
absolutely extra constitutional right now uh, in order to basically torture them and get them to say nasty things about Trump. There were no questions about the isolation and torture of the protesters. No one asked about reports that Trump supporters were planning on bombing the U.S. Capitol, the supposed bombs, even though nobody knows who planted those bombs. And no one asked uh, about the terrorists who planted the bombs, the Republican and Democrat uh, county party headquarters in dc and even more than that ray this absolute buffoon remember 17 said trust ray actually claimed that there was uh no evidence just said there's no evidence of fake trump supporters being present at the capitol we literally have been seeing videos of blm antifa blm organizer john sullivan at the U.S. Capitol the day of January 6th, wearing a MAGA hat, pretending to be a Trump supporter, other supporters of his carrying Confederate flags through the Capitol to try to make it into a racial thing. The guy is an absolute liar. He's an absolute buffoon. And he is in absolute total control of the FBI at this point. Again, John D'Souza, I keep hearing there's patriots at the FBI. Where the hell are they? Not one of them will speak out against this guy. So. I don't know, Casey, what are your feelings about Mr. Ray? What do you think about what he said yesterday? And doesn't this whole thing stink like a dead rat in the height of summer, dead possum in the height of summer on a Texas roadway? No, oh, that sounds really smelly, actually. So, yes, it definitely stinks. Um, you know, it's just interesting that uh, wasn't he uh, kind of pushed into Trump's administration from Chris Christie. Didn't he kind of push Ray into that position? I do believe that that is correct. That and is also, correct. Yes. Another Trump traitor, Chris Christie, fat slob that he is. Yeah. There you go. And um, also it's interesting that Biden is still keeping Ray on and um, 17 did repost. They didn't actually post this themselves, but they did repost a picture of Ray with a big X crossed out um, over his face. So when they do say trust Ray and then that came afterwards, that kind of gave me a little bit of hint that maybe we shouldn't really be trusting Ray. But um, as far as him talking about the domestic um, terrorism and all that stuff, he didn't specifically say it was Trump supporters. He didn't specifically say it was anti-FA. He didn't specifically say that it was Blam, BL, BLM. Um, so it's just interesting. He didn't particularly say that, but he did say that it was domestic terrorism. So he kind of, maybe it's a way so that he didn't perjure himself is the only thing I'm thinking, but um, we know what he meant, right? I mean, we know what he meant, but I just think that that's maybe why he didn't want to perjure himself. I don't know. That could be absolutely correct. Uh, Blake Wally, they say there's a special hell for, you know, liars and traitors in positions of authority. If that's true, what hell do you think Christopher Ray deserves to go to? Well, I have to check that out. The, uh, the Dante's Inferno, what, what circle of hell? Yeah. I'm not quite sure on that. But uh, yeah, he certainly deserves to uh, you know give some real answers at some point because he should not be allowed to get away with that. That was a disgrace. Um, yeah, so, and again, it also hurts the 17 because you know it was, it was trust jeff sessions and now trust you know christopher ray like how i gotta question everything now because it's not accurate mm -hmm. and what we saw up there was a travesty and we, we saw all the videos with, with, with yeah john sullivan talking to cnn we, we saw all these photo ops and the um the, the, the 17 shaman and, and all these other people and these characters yeah. and you're going to gaslight the whole country and tell us that we didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm not buying any of it. And they probably have infiltrators in there. And mm -hmm. you know, what's sad. I saw somebody made a comment the other day saying you trust the KGB more than the FBI. And I think I would. Yeah. If, yeah. if they both said I, something, a statement, I would, I would believe the KGB over the FBI. That's how bad they've become in the last 20 years. I 100% agree with you, Blake, and I think that that's uh, the corruption is um, this is beyond the pall. I don't know what we can do beyond the pale. I don't know what we can do at this point other than to completely remove the agency, destroy it, to get rid of the DOJ. But unfortunately, two months ago, we had the power to do that when we held the presidency. And since they walked away and allowed the erection frog to uh, take over the fake president, um, we don't have that power anymore. So we're completely screwed. And uh, the people who could be doing something about it are focused on having movie premieres in Las Vegas. Okay, uh, Casey Jones, I think it's time for the corner. You've got some news stories you want to talk about, some of them related to these things. Let's yeah. go ahead and hit them. Yeah, I'm going to just go kind of in order. Let's see if I can just go back in order from what we were talking about, and then I will move backwards. Um, but I believe, here we are. 
here we are. Okay, so this here is very interesting. It's coming from uh, NBC News, and it says DC police, FBI on alert ahead of 17th true inauguration day, which we are hearing this uh, March 4th, which is actually tomorrow. So it says an internal memo sent by the House's acting Sergeant Arms said there is no indication of a planned protest. And I'm gonna show you something here. Um, it's saying that the, right here, the memo said the Capitol Police have no indication that groups will travel to DC to protest or commit acts of violence. So that's from NBC News. Now let's move over to here, the Washington Examiner. I'm gonna close this one so it'll load for me. It says police, that was from yesterday, and here today, March 3rd, it says police are aware of a possible plot to breach the Capitol on March 4th. And now I'm just showing you fake news versus real news because if this was actually um, going to go down, they were gonna say, oh, well, there was nothing, you know, we didn't have any indication, kind of like what they said for the January 6th, right? So it says we've obtained mm -hmm. intelligence that shows a possible plot to breach the Capitol by an uh, identified militia group on the 4th tomorrow. Uh, we've already made significant security upgrades to include establishing physical structures, blah, blah, blah. They're going to bring more people in. So it's interesting that they're saying we've contained a memo that says no. And then now we have one that says yes. And so um, that kind of just leaves everyone going, what is going to happen? But it also puts us right back to what can ha what happened on January 6th, where they did have information that something was going to happen from Antifa to come in um, on the 6th and go into the Capitol. And now they're saying not. So it's a perfect way to set up all of the 17 supporters, all of the Trump supporters to make it look like it's their incident. And I think you guys are totally right what you were saying yesterday as far as uh, throwing in the FFs that are gonna come along with this because that's exactly mm. what's gonna happen. And it's a great way to push um, to get gun control issues coming back into obviously the domestic terrorists that Ray is talking about. So it's just really frustrating because um, we know what's really going on. We know that there are no Trump supporters or 17 supporters that have any type of violence in them at all. But of course, what a way to uh, spin it and put the eyes over over to us, right? Because yep. we're the crazy ones. Yep. Apparently. And it'll be it'll be an excuse, Casey, for um, uh, a radical gun gun bill that will they'll they'll try to take our guns away. That's yeah. the next step. That's what it'll. That's what the FF will be used for is to push yeah. through uh, legislation. And plenty of rhinos will go along with it because they don't want to have to deal with us either. So. Right. And don't forget that uh, Jen Psaki said that the Biden administration will not rule out using executive orders to crack down on gun control. So what a way to set it all up so that, that can actually go down. It's very, very frustrating. Um, I'm going to move right over here. I know my computer is going slow. I'm so sorry. I think I just have so many tabs open if it'll allow me to. I know. Oh, here we are. You got to get a new computer there. I know. Right. Okay, so this one also says, this is coming from RT, it says, Americans are more concerned with violent protests in U.S. cities than the Capitol riot, and more certain pro-Trump rioters will get convicted. So coming back from what I just showed you, they're exactly setting it up perfectly for this. And it says here, they're concerned with violent protests in the U.S. cities, which talking about the George Floyd and that whole um, trial that's going to go down uh, with um, uh, the police officer there, uh, this is going to be just perfectly set up. So it says a new poll has found people are more concerned with the protests that turned violent over the summer in major cities than the violence at the Capitol. And most believe that January 6th rioters will face justice. And I believe that there are now 270 people who have been arrested that were at the Capitol that day that are going to be facing charges and they're all under you know, domestic terror Trump supporters. So this just goes right along with what we were saying. What a way to set everyone up. So you guys know we're calling it now. This is what's going to happen in the next few months. You heard it here. Right. First. Patriots are in control. Don't, don't forget that. You know, 17 says Patriots are in control. Don't worry about a thing, right? Blake, are you at all concerned they're going to come knocking on your door since you were there at the protest, even though you didn't go into the Capitol, as far as I know? I mean, there is that sort of chill factor. I don't know how far they're going to go after people. I mean, I, yeah, I, I did not actually go in the building. I maybe got up to the steps way later in the afternoon, and I was there purely to uh, to cover it. I've got everything on on camera, but uh, yeah, they, they can still you know look at me as a domestic terrorist just for for being there or spouting any opinion that um, didn't fall in line with uh, you know whatever the politicians are trying to say or trying to point things out to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll just I, I, I'm I don't know. Hopefully not. Uh, but yeah, that is sort of something that had been you know going through my head. But I think they're going through more the, the more uh, obvious people and the people that actually did go inside the building and that were there to disrupt and for for other things for me just you know standing there filming stuff. So anyway, we'll we'll see. Just hide. Okay. Just hide. <laughs> there you go.
Yeah. All right. So this one here, Deadly California Crash was uh, on route for illegal crossings. I heard this yesterday um, when I was out running errands and I heard it on the radio. I couldn't even believe it says 13 um, people were killed and 25 people struck by a tractor trailer killing 13. Um, and this was they're trying to figure out if this was a human smuggling operation. Now, what we know about the border opening up and Biden sending these 25,000 um, people that are waiting for their trials, sending them back over the border, opening the borders back up. We are going to see more and more of these things happening because they are it's basically it's open season. Come on through. We'll take care of you. Just vote for us. Right. This is what's happening. So here is our first fatality of what that is. They're saying that the SUV was holding 12 passengers inside the SUV and it basically collided with a big rig um, coming over the border. I don't know if there's a picture. I don't even know if you want to see it. It's right here on the side. Horrific, horrific accident. But again, this is what's going to happen when we're opening up the borders to these people. They just think that come on in, pack them full of car and the human smugglers, um, the traffickers, the child traffickers. This is they're banking on this and they are loving every minute of it. So thank you so much, Democrats, for putting this right in my backyard. I really appreciate that. Not. Yeah. Well, I mean, those deaths are on Joe Biden's hands, period. That blood is on his hands and this would not be happening if the border was closed the way it should be. So, you know, again, again, I'm just going to, again, once again, if any of the people out there who could be doing something about this are watching, uh, that's on your hands too, because none of this should be happening right now. Absolutely none of it. I agree. I agree. I'm going to go here first. Um, okay. So Jen Psaki, totally not my favorite redhead making us all look horrible over here um she has been in the news lately and i saw there was a piece on newsmax i watched yesterday where they had like a body language expert come in and kind of break down all of her hair flipping and her like way she does presses her lips and like she just looks so angry every time she gets asked a question and i was thinking she kind of looks like she's in stress like she's under some stress and of course trying to cover for biden that's no easy task granted but um this says here jen Psaki is in big trouble as courts rule against her in an iran case so come to find out i had no idea where she even came from but right here it says a court has ordered that an email penned by um uh Psaki, uh during the obama and biden administration be submitted for review regarding its meetings with iran American Center for Law and Justice filed the lawsuit five years ago. So they are wanting her to turn over these emails. And she's basically saying that it wasn't it wasn't the public's um, it wasn't the public's. Uh, uh, they don't need to know about what we were doing. So it says about Iran and with your indulgence, I read into this entirety for the purpose of the record so you can respond to it. And um, she's basically saying that we, we don't need to tell you. It's none of your biz. Uh, and they are wanting her to turn over this um, email. So I think that maybe her stress and the things that they were trying to um, you know, decode from her uh, body language might be a little bit of stress because she's in trouble. Yeah. And, and because, you know, she and Biden have both obviously been taking payoffs from Iran to help them develop a nuclear weapon. That's absolutely the agenda here. Yep. And they want them back in the Iranian deal. And another person who has been in the news lately is Cuomo. Now I dug this up. This is from uh, August 3rd, 2010. So, I, let me just go down to what I had highlighted. So this is obviously about the Nexium case and someone had brought to the attention of uh, Cuomo, whose office uh, oversees charities, tax exempt. This is when he was uh, an attorney. Uh, tax exempt uh, foundation funds were used to buy Rainier an expensive piano. They wanted to look into this, but there apparently there was a three-year-old child who was being raised uh, through this education program and was living with a woman who was not his mother. And they wanted to um, look into it and find out what's going on with this kid. And basically Cuomo here, this woman who brought it up, said um, who worked for Nexium officials several years ago, implies that Cuomo, who would receive considerable campaign donations from the Bronfman family, was mm -hmm. not eager to investigate for political reasons. Of course he wasn't because he was getting money. So this was actually on the radar. This this um, cult, this cult sect, this Nexium has been on the radar for over 11 years now. And they're trying to save these little kids from this, you know, education. And we know what they're doing there. Let's be real. We know what they're doing. But because we're getting money from the Bronfman's, Cuomo, he just went ahead and covered it up, just like he did in the nursing home deaths up there in New York. So it started way back when, and this is what he's doing. Take the money, cover it up, and now he's getting found out. So two people that have been in the news, uh, Jen Psaki and Cuomo, they've got some stuff that's coming out, I think. So just wanted to bring up that old news, but new news for me. Well, yeah. And I mean, look, if, you're, if you are on the Bronfman payroll, then you're part of Nexium. If you're part of Nexium, you're part of a sex cult. And it involves little kids. 
And I don't want to use the P word because the P word might get us labeled as well. But it's more, you know, it's more uh, clear, true news about Cuomo, who he really is. And uh, this will they'll desperately try to get you uh, away from paying attention to this story, much as they want to get you away from the Cuomo side story. Exactly. And just goes all back tied into Hollywood and all the elites. But then again, we're the crazy conspiracy theorists because we actually look into this stuff, right? That's usually how Yeah, and, and we don't want to wear masks. Yeah, because we're yeah, conspiracy theorists. the masks. Right. Sure. Um, so this is kind of good news for us. Uh, county judge, three others arrested on 150 counts of voter fraud in Texas, which doesn't use Dominion systems, right? They don't use Dominion voting systems. Mm -hmm. Um so I guess that these, it was a justice of the peace was arrested last month facing one kind of organized election fraud and assisted voter voting ballot by mail and 17 counts of unlawful possession of ballots or ballot envelopes. So this looks great. People are getting arrested. Um, I need to see some more. I want to see more. We know the people yeah. that were really involved in all these other, um, you know, uh, swing states and all these uh, states that we really needed to win that we actually did win that were covered up. So yeah. some people are reading this and kind of shaking in their boots that it might be coming for them next. I do hope so. I, I don't think so, because these are all Republicans <laughs> that were trying to fix a Republican primary, which is why it's getting so much attention in the mainstream media. So they're trying to say that the yeah. only voter fraud that took place is on the Republican side, even though this is obviously some low level regional, um, yeah you know, judge, judge race or something like that. So, um, but that, you know, again, um, no, this is not even close to what needs to be happening. What needs to be happening yeah. is, you know, first of all, governors and secretaries of state need to be arrested by the military for colluding with foreign governments to fix our election in 20 on November 3rd, 2020, nothing short of that will suffice. Oh my gosh. You're going to love this talking about colluding with foreign governments. The Biden administration announces a $125 million military aid package for dun, 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 Ukraine. So what kind of stuff is Biden trying to cover up over there? We know he's under investigation um, from the Ukrainian government. And do you think this is a big fat $125 million uh, payoff like he has confessed quid pro quo in a video that we have seen many, many times? What is up with this? Totally unbelievable that he's throwing money at that well, right now. Would, would quid pro Joe do a quid pro quo? Yes, of course it is. It's a payoff because he's under indictment in the Ukraine right now. So it's a payoff. Believe me, those are going to be dropped. After this payoff, they're going to be dropped. Here's $125 million. Get rid of those charges. Yep. It's completely transparent and they're getting away with it. And nobody's doing a thing about it because they're spending all their time I don't know, making movie, pre you know, doing movie premieres in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's making absolutely no sense. But I saw this and I was just floored. I'm like, here we are. Well, any, anytime there's a sentence with Biden and Ukraine, I got to look sideways because it's not what it seems. It's never going to no. be what it seems from what we know. Um, OK, so here CDC has announced that Americans with a COVID-19 vaccine can gather indoors without masks. My question is, how are they going to know? You've had the COVID-19 vaccine. Can I identify as a vaccinated person and just go for it? See down here, can I identify as a COVID vaccinated individual? Or am I going to wear my gold star? Am I going to do my little bracelet? Now we talked about that to say, like, oh, look at me. I'm virtue signaling. I got the shot. Yeah, the bracelet how, are, the how are they going to know? How are they going to enforce this? Well, they are keeping track of all of our records. They're going to enforce it. They're going to, you know, we're not going to be able to travel from state to state. We're not going to be able to get on airplanes. This is where they're going with it. And they're getting perilously close to achieving it. And, uh, you know, in, in, uh, I just talked to a, a friend of mine, a girl I know in England, you know, and, and, uh, she has to have a COVID passport before she can go anywhere, even within her own country. So oh, it's it's absolute totalitarianism. It's the plan of the far left. It's the plan of the Democrat Party. And uh, they are moving forward with it post haste. And we're not doing a damn thing about it, except having movie premieres in Las Vegas. So. <laughs> That's corner, Casey. Are we done? Uh, can I just do two more? Or, oh, okay, yeah, two more. Okay. It was just I, I was off yesterday. I had a lot to do. OK, wow. talking about freedom bracelets. Israel launches COVID tracking freedom bracelets as an alternative to quarantine. And this basically is a device that will alert authorities if participants venture too far from a wall mounted tracker in their house 
Um, and the company is behind the bracelet, says it does not collect any information and insisting the tech is minimally intrusive. We know sure. there's spyware everywhere, but if you wanted to go home in quarantine, we're basically putting you on house arrest with this awesome bracelet that the uh, airport's gonna give you here. And um, then you won't have to go into a, a military administered quarantine hotel. You can just go home and we're gonna make sure you don't go without the range or out of the range of your, your tracker. And if you don't wanna do that, if you don't wanna take a vaccine, you, are an extreme extremism to a domestic terrorist. So um, yeah. now we're going to put anti-vaxxers under domestic terrorists because that is where we are in the world. And last moment, this one pisses me off. Johnson and Johnson is going to test this vaccine on infants. Now, if you remember, they just got approved for their one time or one shot COVID vaccine, and they are planning on using it uh, for newborns, despite the vaccine's risk and strong evidence that COVID poses virtually no risk to healthy children and they want to start of course this is from harvard so there you go number one mm -hmm. um and it says uh they basically want to give it to kids uh first between the ages of 12 and 18 and then immediately after to newborns and adolescents then to pregnant women and um immune compromised individuals so uh they want to just inject you change your dna right when the moment you're born and this totally sets up for mandatory vaccines for kids to go back into the classroom of school I say it right now. I think that's exactly what's happening. So that was a lot, but that was it for me. Thank you for the corner. That was great. And yeah, we already had, the, we ran the story a couple of weeks ago of the nurse who was so proud to take her vaccination. And Horrible. two weeks later, her baby, she miscarries her baby. It dies. The vaccine killed the baby. Um, you know, again, it's, it's crazy town. And yet there, the thing is, it's not just that, it's not just that people are, are going along with it. There are insane people all over my Twitter feed that are rah rahing all of this oppression. And it's just absolutely insane because they're scared because they've, they've been brainwashed into being scared of the flu. It's just absolutely, absolutely nuts. Thank you for the corner, Casey. Thanks very much. Okay, before we go to the phones, it's time to take a station break. 287 of you guys in the live stream today. That's pretty good. Don't forget to smash that like button. Subscribe to Mike Bear Official. Subscribe to the Peelback Report ch uh, YouTube channel. Ring the little bell so you get alerts. If we get taken down, go to Peelback Report. Go to mikebear.blogspot.com. Uh, don't forget to go there. Don't forget to go to Next Level News with Blake Wally. Um, don't forget, we're also available on various podcast platforms, and you can absolutely, absolutely uh, follow it, events and where we might go if we should get taken down on mikebarrett.blogspot.com. There's the, the page right there. Pretty easy to spot, mikebarrett.blogspot.com. And the Next Level News, which is Blake Wally's site, where he collects all these videos, and this is where we will be putting stuff. And again, Alex Jones without a shirt on, just no thank you. No thank you, Blake. <laughs> Get that off of there. So that's where you can find and connect to the different podcast platforms we're on. Um, also, do not forget... Yeah, there we go. Do not forget uh, that you can to visit our sponsor, the Ungoverned T-Shirt Company dot com, dot com, where you can get super cool logo beanie hats like the tan beanie hat that Blake Wally is wearing. You can get super cool T-shirts like the uh, Obama shirt that uh, Blake Wally show him, Blake show him. Yep. Uh, the trader shirt that. Uh, Blake Wally's wearing the fake news shirt that I am wearing. Fake news creates fear shirt. And of course, the ungoverned tees logo shirt that Casey Jones is rocking. Thank you for that, Casey. Also, if you want to send me some love, it's paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike dash Barra. You can also sign up when we get that announced. The next class, the third class in the Jennifer Fallot Doring series on interdimensional meditation. There, you can go to jenniferfallot.com. If you want to send some love to Casey Jones, make sure you go to uh, paypal.me slash peelbackreport. You can follow her on Twitter at peelbackreport and at Real News Live, which I still don't think I'm following on Twitter. Right? Not that I'm on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, folks. Uh, and if you want to send some love to TV's Blake Wally, it's uh, paypal.me slash blakewally, thenextlevelnews.com. And once again, the ungovernedtshirtcompany.com, ungovernedtees.com, where you can also get cool stuff like logo, logo mugs. You can get stickers like, uh, oh, it's not too late for Obamagate, MAGA, and it's a mm -hmm. pandemic, stupid. You can put them all over your water bottle and be as cool as Casey Jones is. Ungovernedtees, ungovernedtshirtcompany.com, real patriot gear for real patriots. Okay, guys, let's go to the phones and... Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Unless Blake, do you have? I, I forgot you, Blake. Do you have some stories you want to cover? 
You know what? I can just let me just do one quick one just to follow up because we're doing uh, on this quarantine thing and all this other stuff. I'll do one quick one, and then we'll, uh, we'll go on to the phones here. So this Casey is uh, out your time. So sorry, I, <laughs> I've got a lot to say today. No, it, was it was a great corner today, Casey. A lot of information. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so we have Canada's quarantine hotels are backfire as, as people are starved. We, we did cover this uh, last week, uh, people being sent to uh, these quarantine hotels. That's what they're trying to normalize there in Canada. So a couple of weeks ago, the Canadian government introduced a new set of rules forcing international air travelers to quarantine hotels for three days upon arrival. But the plan has since backfired after a series of endless chaotic setbacks, including food shortages and even alleged sexual assaults, according to RT News. So uh, Vancouver's local radio station reports that travelers have become upset at the Sheraton in Toronto. So let's see. This is a lady, uh, Aruntia Urmi, who traveled outside of Canada to visit her dad, waited hours for food, only to receive nothing more than a flimsy piece of salmon, barely a meal. She also said there was no water, no utensils, no salt or pepper or anything. We have little videos of, of people uh, complaining. They, so they have to go into the Sheraton. They're trying to be uh, good little peasants for the government and uh, do what they're told, but then they get there and there's a lack of food, there's no water. Um, there's an interesting picture here of uh, what the meal they finally got. So when they finally got the food, the hotel price gouged the living hell out of those in quarantine, judging by the content. It certainly was not worth $50. Looks like a little uh, red beans and rice here. Rice beans, yeah, gross. Okay. 50 bucks, 4 p.m., and it was delivered at 10 p.m. So this is what you get for the quarantine. This is like something you would see in like a third world country. This is probably something you would see in China. Um, but it's, it's pretty sad that that would happen up there. So the people that actually try to play by the rules and do the right thing and please the government and be good little citizens get punished. So uh, time to step up, people, and uh, not deal with the government because this is what uh, you're, you're going to get. You're going to get 50 bucks for red beans and rice and uh, nothing. And you're probably still going to get fined and have more stuff shoved up your nose or in your butt. And uh, <laughs> that's the way it is. So welcome to 2021. It's like prison food. Maybe they should just prison riot in that place, you know? Just straight prison riot style, like third world country is what it looks like over there. Oh my God. Well, I have it on good authority from a friend who's been in prison that prison food is a lot better than that. And it's served on time. So uh, yeah, literally, <laughs> it's uh, it's literally, it, it, it's insanity, guys. It's absolutely uh, insanity that anybody would, would push for this. And uh, you know, what these people need to do is call their relatives, get a group together and break them out of these places. It's absolutely nuts. Oh, and again, over the flu. It's just crazy stuff. Crazy yeah. stuff. So. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones here, see what everybody wants to talk about. Uh, Dave the Inhuman, have you seen any of the body cam footage? I assume he's referring, uh, yeah. referring to Floyd. He had his arm around him and everything before the footage was shown on MSM. Now, that's probably true. I have not seen that. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we saw a lot of weird footage from that place, and there was, yeah, missing legs, or there was stuff shot from across the street. There was all kinds of weird information out there, and I'm never really sure how we ever sorted it out or what the result was, but strange case. Uh, did you see they're moving the fence around D.C. closer and not taking it down? It was on Santa Surfing. I, well, I've seen videos where they are taking down the fencing, so um, I did not know that they had moved it closer. I don't know if that's true or not. So Maybe just for tomorrow. Um, yeah, MJ Sedona. Now they're saying that militia groups are planning to attack the Capitol tomorrow. That's, again, there's a FF that's coming up that's going to be used to uh, push through incredibly suppressive and illegal, unconstitutional gun control on the American people. That's what's going on. And, of course, you know, blame, blame Trump supporters. So um, let's see... Trump supporters dressing up as Antifa and Antifa members are dressing up as Trump supporters. Sure. Well, actually, it's true that we have we have John Sullivan. We have video of him dressed up as a Trump supporter. So, um, OK. I don't know. You guys see anything interesting over here? Did Blake get a haircut or is that long <laughs> enough to put into a ponytail? People want to know. Yeah, about your hair. Just a little bit. It's been about a year. It's coming. I got to get one. I'll get one in this month. I promise. 
<laughs> one year. I need to get a haircut myself soon. So, uh, remember when John Titor, the time traveler, said that Russia would save some of us? No, I don't remember that, but it sounds pretty cool. I mean, honestly, I trust Russia today more than I trust the American news media, and I would rather live under Putin than live under Joe Biden at this point. It's absolute insanity. Um, okay. <clears throat> that means that the cabal set up the breach of the Capitol to blame it on conservatives and Trump supporters. Yep, absolutely correct. Uh, Erica, so frustrating. The Dems keep pushing and faking and lying and whining and winning and the White Hats keep doing nothing and letting them. That's right. That's correct. That's exactly my point. But maybe we're um, just kicking their ass in the tunnels and behind the scenes somewhere. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. happening. Absolutely. There's so much evidence of that. Yeah. Um, Ashley says, hopefully Ungoverned Tees never has to make us a free Blake shirt. <laughs> Yeah, that would suck. Free Blake <laughs> yeah. Wally. Free Blake Wally. Yeah. Um, Leslie says Biden is now trafficking children. Probably has been for a long time. Melissa, just please quit pushing Millie Weaver on my channel. Okay, just going to put you in timeout. I'm just... Billy Weaver doesn't know anything. Um, was a the, White be, the White House will have to be fumigated when Joe Biden is kicked out of office. Well, yeah, probably. Um, okay, not a lot of comments in here. Tom says, come on, Casey, there's no voter fraud. That's uh, number 17 again, arrested. Uh, okay, not yeah. sure what that means. Um. Uh, hi, Mike. 107 is going to be on Laura Eisenhower tonight. Okay. Good. That'll be fun. Not gonna, not gonna watch that one. Um, anyone who thinks the virus is natural is wearing blinders. I agree. Smash that like button. Absolutely smash a like button. Let's get the likes up here, folks. Come on. Let's get it going. Um, Barra probably don't care about Durham. Durham hasn't done a thing. It's been in, been around for three years now. Hasn't done a single thing. I'll care about Durham when he does something. He hasn't done anything. Um, Casey, let's start a GoFundMe account for Blake's haircut. <laughs> again, why is Blake? I mean, I need a haircut too, but you know, no GoFundMe for me. So. Oh, that's funny. They want you to put Blake's mug on the mug. Oh, there you go. Not a bad idea. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to D'Souza. I haven't. Uh, he's been in here a couple days ago. I haven't uh, talked to him straight up, but he continues to assure me that there are good people in the FBI. I just don't see any um, evidence of that. Maybe uh, just the good people aren't high enough to do anything right now. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm sure there are good, good people. Oh, yeah, but... yeah, rank and file. Yeah. Uh, Michael Campbell, I watched 107 with Carrie Cassidy. I know you don't like her, Mike. That's putting it mildly. Uh, and I agree that she challenged, I, I agree, but she challenged 107 really well. He was doing his typical long-winded answer, not saying anything. Yeah, well, you know, I think that's all we're going to get until we're all in the gulag somewhere. Um, Ashley says dog food and rice. Actually, my dog eats way better food than that crap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I see this comment from MJ Sedona up here. It says, speaking of starving, how about all the troops being poisoned with raw food in D.C.? I did see that. Uh, they were being oh, yeah. food poisoning from all the raw chicken and food that they're feeding them there. And I'm sure that's not an accident. So yeah. it's really unfortunate that they treat them that way. Yeah, I've got that uh, article, too. Yeah. National Guard, metal shavings in some of the meals, undercooked meat. And metal the troops shavings. are having to buy their own meals. And it's, it's really disgusting. And somebody needs to be held accountable for all that. They need to get some answers for those poor guys. It's unbelievable. Yeah. William Grant thinks you are beautiful, Casey. <gasps> That's very nice. Brian Stemsis is not natural at all. I don't, I don't know. Is he referring to the CV or Casey? I. What do you think, Casey? <laughs> This is all he's, referring, he's referring to the earlier comment. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Durham is going to get fired. That's the other thing. It doesn't matter if Durham is still special counsel. The president can fire him at any time for any reason. All he needs is an attorney general willing to do so. Guess what? Merrick Garland, the complete buffoon, is going to be in there soon. So, yeah. Um, okay. People talking a lot about 107 in there. And... That's about it. Oh, they want to know, did you get your, Casey is beautiful. Somebody else, Jeb B thinks you're beautiful, Casey. Did you get your gun, Casey? Yes, we did. We finally did. Yes, we did. Thank goodness. Up and running. Uh, and uh, William Grant says, Casey, are you near Chicago? San Diego is not really that close to Chicago, is it, Casey? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, I guess that's pretty much it. So let's go to final statements. What's that, Casey? This Hit is it. we got to do our ungoverned tees winner. Oh, going to forget ungoverntees.com contest. I forgot. I completely spaced on that, Casey. No, I, yeah, I was going to do it on Monday, and I completely forgot when I before I left. Um, but we did the contest last Saturday for ungoverned tees. Whoever can make a word or phrase out of um, all the letters or as many letters as you can from ungoverntees.com um, would get. Uh, anything off of the website is what I was told. Uh, you can order anything you want there. So I'm going to first do some honorable mentions. Um, Angie Lincoln Dashner said uh, hers was run to God. Victoria was under votes. Uh, Carolyn Rees, go vote red. And Ben Johnson, need counter moves. That was a good one. But our winner, our number one winner, he used every single letter was Jay Bird. And his was need guns to cover me. And I hope you didn't use an algorithm or something crazy because if you used your brain, you definitely deserve this prize. So um, Jaybird right. is the winner. Um, if you can, just maybe, I guess, DM, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, um, DM me your email address and I'm gonna post or uh, forward that to the ungovernees and they will get in contact with you. You can get anything off the website. And also our runners up, if you email me your um, email address, I'm going to, uh, we're going to send you a pack of stickers from Ungoverned Tees just for participating and uh, putting your show stuff them. out there. Show, so, them, show them what you are holding up there. Oh, this is just, this is just my list of, of winners. So Ben Johnson, Carolyn Rees, Victoria, Angie Lincoln. Um, you guys find me on Twitter. Go to um, my uh, DM me and just give me your email address. And I'm going to forward it and they'll take care of everything for you. Send you guys, the runners up a nice sticker package. And then Jaybird, you get to pick anything off of the website. So great job. It was super fun. And I'm sure we're going to do another one here soon. And we'll do um, We'll announce it on SNL when we, when we do have another contest. So I thought that's pretty cool. Get everyone's participation yeah. and they're really good ones. So we'll have to do All it again. Right. Do something else. Good job. So, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even patriotic kind of thing too. Need yeah. To oh, there you go. I like that one. Well Okay, Blake, any final thoughts before we hit the road for today? Tell the Truth Wednesday. I think I'm good today. I think I'll, I'll save it for two uh, deep thoughts tomorrow. All right. All right. So tomorrow is Deep Thought Thursday. Casey will be back. This is Casey's new schedule. It's Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Casey will be back along with Blake, and we'll be doing our best Deep Thought stuff tomorrow. Friday is Free Reading Friday with me and Jennifer, and it does look like we're going to do an SNL this week because I think Casey's available for what We have to have that feminine touch or it just doesn't work, I think. <laughs> So. All right, guys, thank you for being here. Uh, I'm Mike Barrett in Seattle for Casey Jones in San Diego and Blake Wally somewhere east of California. Have a great day. Hang in there. Go to the next level news and go to mikebarrett.blogspot.com for updates in between our newscasts. And we will see you tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Have a great day.